Happy Valentine's Day, Cross Yas, listener. And to celebrate, this is a special episode featuring a conversation between me and my now wife, Kirsten. It's our wedding drama episode where we'll inform you about our pre wedding drama that led up to our COVID wedding, as well as just banter between her and me. No introduction needed, really, just gonna have you listen to us because, well, we talk a lot. Hope you enjoy our Valentine's Day talk, and if you want to follow Kirsten on Instagram, she just started a new one for supporters of crossdressers, transgender people, and those who just aren't sure yet and just need some support. Follow at the crossdressers wifey on Instagram to get more of Kirsten. That's the crossdressers wifey. And with that, let's get this episode started. This is episode 92 of the Cross Yas podcast. Happy Valentine's Day again to you, Cross Yas listener. And with that, are you ready to have some fun? Yas! Yas, yas, yas. Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yas podcast. Which is Elm here, so. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. This is uh we're we're not even doing a Kirsten's corner. This is an actual interview episode between me and the love of my life, Ugh. Kirsten. Hello, Kirsten. How are you? How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. It's cool. You're eating while we're in a, while we're doing a podcast. What's that thing called when people get like gross? Like it's a phobia of when someone's eating, like eating noises. It's a thing. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. She's I know it's a thing because they talk about it on podcasts all the time. Kirsten phobia is what. I have right now. <laughs> she's eating. Eating noise. Um, she's actually Googling it, guys. Um, misophonia. They talk about it because they talk about it on um, Armchair Expert. They said misophonia. <laughs> you, so you sounded like misophony, as in you're fake. Because she is. Misophonia. Yeah, yeah, usophonia. You are so I'm sorry if anybody has misophonia. I'm eating. Well, you, you guys doing it guys. because you're good. So you guys, just a real quick tip: Trader Joe's mango mango fruit and yogurt gummy candies. They're vegetarian, and they're bomb. Like they're super okay. good. What? They are really good. Actually. Hashtag ad. Just kidding. It's not an ad. We're not getting paid by Trader Joe's. Although, if you guys do want to support us, that'd be great. Anyways, I haven't had you on an interview from an interview like full on since let's see the first one i did was probably almost two years ago no yeah it was it was probably like february or march of 2019 Mm. it was we were back at your apartment and i think like it was like it was weird because i was using some random i think i was using this mic no you were using my mic yeah her mic and it was we're on like i had it on a stool and it was just like us just chatting um, and crying crying me, me not this you is, yeah she was crying because it was one of the first times we actually discussed being i guess in a public setting in terms of the podcast about my cross-dressing what it meant for her what it meant for her religion how it would affect her family if they found out i was a cross-dresser um which you know fast forward today is fine um or somewhat fine uh things have changed um and then the second time i had you on was an update from me proposing to you right we had a little chat about us um where we where we talked about you know post proposal this was july of 2019 i believe yeah it was like maybe 6 or 7 months later and then you know we started Kirsten's corners so she's had um, a bunch of Kirsten's Corners, which uh, is a, 
I guess people people like it. People like that part of the podcast. So I don't know. People have given us great praise and given you great praise. And then we started the Patreon. So Kirsten's done her singing. She's done her, I guess, just the other bonus Kirsten's corners. And lots of changed. And then recently, you know, we got married. Which what? Is, I know. We wild. did? Um, was a lot of trouble oh, caused prior to the wedding. But we did it. And it was exciting and scary. But yeah, it was a lot of yeah prior drama that I kind of wanted to talk about in a podcast episode because I guess I'll release this around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for Valentine's Day, the Singles Awareness Day for, for people who want to show love for their loved one. Um, yeah, Kirsten uh, is going to also sing I Choose You. For, I am. She sang it for the wedding, and she's gonna post that video, or actually music for the podcast. So that is pretty much all I wanted to precursor, precursor, per, per, what is it, per, per something? No, um, what? I wanted to preface, preface the start of this, but um, we can just uh, say what's up to Kirsten first. Hi, babe. How are you? How are you, Kirsten? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine. Um, yeah, um, we are. Today is two weeks after our shout out thing nuptials. Also, happy anniversary! Happy happy two week anniversary. No, is there all happy also our regular bitch. anniversary too? Happy wow. anniversary. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it last night. I was. I was like, oh, oh it's our anniversary tomorrow. Uh, How many months? Oh, miss miss who doesn't know how to count? Okay, <laughs> don't we were together make fun for of me. Like, 20 months and i was like no it's been a little bit longer than that you want to guess hold on here we go guys so we well let's tell them the first time i guess we can officially say we started dating was august 30th so it's 2018 29 months okay 29 29 yeah she couldn't count last month's but this month she's got it down har 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 yeah so 29 months that we've actually I guess personally met and known each other. Uh, I mean, Twenty nine like, months and one week. No, no, I mean like like in person have met each other and known each other because right because we met on. I don't know, man. We no, I you're feel right. Like it has been. A, it I I just want to say I feel like online. I feel like dating anniversaries as an adult are weird because I just feel like when you meet as an adult, you don't really like will you be my girlfriend? You know what I mean? It's not like that. Like when you're in high school or even college, like there's always like um, set dates, you know, like when shit happens. But, you know, it's like what day do you count? This is true. This is true. But we are have officially been married, married for two weeks. Cool. Um, wild. You want to start off by kind of with weddings. They're always usually crazy, even, you know, without COVID. But you want to talk about how, I guess, even just start maybe like a month or two before our wedding. We can even start about how I almost didn't want a wedding. I didn't want a wedding the month before. And yeah, she wasn't she wasn't quite happy with me because uh, I didn't have anything ready the month before. Okay, so guys. She's still eating. Gosh. They're really good. I'm sorry, everybody. Boy. You're going to edit this out anyway. I won't. Mm. Anyway, so... Uh, as you know, we've moved into our house. Um, what is it like? End of 
mid-September, right? Yes. So we've been here for about five months already. Yes. And we, we, we did a lot. We did a lot so far. We have, you know, a majority of our furniture moved in. We have... There's there's a lot of stuff that we have, you know, that we that we still want to do, you know, I you know, want to paint some accent walls There's still a little bit. There's still a few pieces I want to get. And Giselle has helped a lot with, you know, with with the unpacking and with moving stuff and all, all of that. But in terms of like I sorry, I'm going really far back or like kind of it seems like I'm coming from like a weird place to start the story. But most of the design not even designed, but like curating the look or kind of pushing us forward to get things just to make that house uh, more homier has been me, which is fine because it's stuff that I like and it's not and and, and it's not what Giselle's really into. No, Am I, I hate correct? It. I okay, hate you, you hate it. I don't hate it. It's just it's like it's Kirsten's not your thing. thing. It's Kirsten's no, thing. No, it's just not your thing. But it's Kirsten's thing. So, you know, and, and I'd ask questions. Like, do you like this or do you like that? And everything. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. You know, and and, and so it, it to me, it felt like I was doing everything like on my own. And then and then as we started to get closer to the wedding, there were a few tasks that I asked you to complete, yes. um, get you know, let your grooms people know about what to wear. Um, let your sister know what clothes the kids are going to wear. Um, you know, what what is your mom going to wear? What what are you guys, you know, are you are you guys getting ready here? Like, what are you guys going um, to do? Have you bought your tux yet? Um, what are the grooms? Like all that stuff. And, and then, you know, we have sponsors for our wedding. It's part of like the church ceremony and like have you you know my, my mom made me call all my sponsors like when explain a sponsor though some people actually don't know what a sponsor means for a wedding so um uh, can you explain it i'm sure you'll explain it better. basically it's it's someone who who kind of helps at least monetarily wise if you just want to look at just at the surface level but they're also someone that you could kind of rely on for marriage advice mm-hmm. if you had issues in your marriage or you know, turmoil or whatnot, that they're supposed to be people that you can rely on. But typically for Catholic weddings, they are supposed to like kind of financially somewhat support. Catholic and and Filipino weddings. Yeah, where they support where, you know, they kind of give you money and they kind of help you kind of pay for the wedding. Yeah, and even again, like what you said, like about like the advice aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, anyway so i i and and for the most part they're your your primary sponsors are usually like your aunts and uncles or like your god your godparents um so my mom you know said as a sign of respect and and because we didn't do formal invert invitations because we one we weren't sure what was going to happen and two in terms of covid and two um you know we were postponing the reception Mm-hmm. So my mom said, well, you can't just text them. That's not, you know, that's, that's very impersonal. So I, she had me call all of my aunts and uncles, which I don't, I have n- never spoken to them on the phone before, unless mm-hmm. like I was a kid and my mom's like, oh, say happy birthday. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So I had to call them and I was like, oh, that was awful. And so I told Giselle, I said, well, have you notified your relatives that we're still moving forward with the date, you know, uh, just for the ceremony to make sure that they know you know, that we're having a ceremony. Um, this is what you're going to wear. Um, and, you know, if if 
if things happen that we can't have it, you know, it might be postponed or Mm -hmm. we might just cancel it. But and Giselle was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it next week. I'll call next week. And then um, that was like two months ago or no, no, two months before the wedding. And then like another month went by. I was like, well, have you told them? Oh, oh, I'll tell them. I'll tell them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, these people have to wear something nice. Like they're not going to roll up in jeans and a Mm t-shirt. Like you have to dress nice. You have to give them enough time to find something to wear to make sure, you know, that their day is free. Like, yeah, we're in a pandemic, but people still have plans. Some of the people coming have to get a babysitter or have to find somewhere, someone to watch their kids if they Mm -hmm. have kids, you know. Um, you know, I would ask all the time, like, have you told your your groom's people yet what they're gonna wear? No, no, I I'll tell them, I'll tell them, yeah, I'll tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, have you picked? No, your tux. Well, I think there was one weekend where I asked like almost every day, did you did you find out about your tux? And then you kind of like, said, well, I can I can just I can get it the latest the wednesday before or something like that i was like two wednesdays before and i was like okay so you're gonna wait two wednesdays before and and on my end it was i was getting frustrated and then another thing was we another weird thing about our house is we have a really big foyer so it's a tri-level so the when you come into the front door there's like a really big room it's like really big like you can fit it, like it's like a tiny like living space pretty much but um i i had been kind of looking uh for furniture to get as an entryway so my friend was gonna give us her old like shoe cabinet and then we were gonna put like maybe a like a kind of a larger bench down there mm-hmm. and then uh, giselle's cousin was talking about some futon that he had in his office and giselle said oh yeah we'll take it and like did not consult with me and and just brought it home and Mm -hmm. and it was there in the foyer and and i was uh, not pleased Mm -hmm. because you i i was upset because you had not participated really in, in picking anything for the house and you decided that you wanted to bring this futon in and I felt and I believe you agree that it was more it was not about adding something to the home, but it was more to help your cousin out. And so it just kind of frustrated me that I you know, had been asking for your opinion on what to do for the house. And then you brought something in that you, one, didn't ask me if I wanted or liked. And two, it was more as a favor to someone else. So I don't know if I, looking back on it, it's I, I can still <laughs> I still see how I was right, but not <laughs> okay. not how I was right, but like how, like I don't know. Is that what you think? I mean, I I still looked at it as like we we needed something there, part partly, and it was like okay, cool. And my cousin had brought it up like months before. I guess I just never followed up with Kirsten. But this is just like another one of those things that like married married couples go through, right? Like bringing stuff home and bringing like hey this is going to be part of our home now and it's kind of i guess it it wasn't uh it wasn't a mutual decision like we both didn't agree with it or i assumed and i can't make those assumptions yeah where i can't i kind of have to be like okay this is coming into our home and i guess that that comes with communication and kind of just being more open but hey i'm bringing this here i want this here um 
and so it comes to that. Yeah. At the time, it didn't really feel like you yeah. even wanted it there. Yeah, like, yeah. It, honestly, guys, if you look at it, it does not fit. It's like a big, it's like a big black futon that you would see like in a dorm or like in a, like if you live, if you were in college and it's like, let's have this here so people can sleep on it. Kind of like my, my friends like, oh, it's like gives me frat house vibes, you know, mm-hmm. which, which like it's. It's not bad. Like, it's in good condition. Like, it's not dirty. Mm-hmm. It is serving its purpose right now because, like, I put so much shit on it. People mm-hmm. sit there when they put their shoes on. Like, it mm-hmm. works. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't found something to put there yet. Yeah. But then I think I'm, I also got frustrated, too, because it's like, now we kind of have to keep this for a certain amount of time because it's rude if we throw it out. Mm-hmm. You know? And then also, how are we going to throw it out? Because mm-hmm. didn't we borrow someone's van? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so but that night, uh, <laughs> the way it it played out too is that his cousin came to drop it off, and then he stayed mm-hmm. for dinner. I made dinner, and then I was kind of like, oh, he was like, oh yeah, look look at the foods on it fits in here nice, and I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then we had dinner, and then and then your cousin left, and I was like, pissed, mm-hmm. and then it just like it kind of unraveled into a really big fight. This is about a month before the wedding. And Mm -hmm. it unraveled to a big fight about why did you bring this here? We didn't talk about it. And then we started talking about, you know, why me, this is me. Why am I doing everything like in terms of picking things for the house? Like you legit don't care about what goes in here. And then we were fighting about, or we were discussing Mm -hmm. about, you know, kind of, I think for me, the biggest thing was, was like oh wow like i never for me i never realized how much of the way i grew up i mean it's obvious you think of of course the way that you grew up affects the way that you live in your in your life you know mm-hmm. but i never realized how the positive things in my life have can affect a relationship you know or like even mm-hmm. little things as things to me that are little things that i took for granted obviously are things that can can cause like strain on a relationship. So mm-hmm. so for me, you know, I I come from a upper upper middle class family. You know, both of my my parents are happily married. They both worked. We have a really nice house. Um we have really nice stuff in our house and that's just kind of stuff that like I never not that i'm ungrateful because i'm very grateful you know i'm mm-hmm. i'm very grateful for having a home for having a family for mm-hmm. having clothes to wear etc food to eat all that stuff but i never really realized of how much of a value i place on on the things in a home you know mm-hmm. like i want to have a nice living area yeah. um it, it's it's honestly something i never thought of yeah. and so coming from you it's very different um yeah. So like it, so you and I kind of grew in somewhat different households. I mean, your parents are both together; they've been married. Please stop eating. Just, uh, <sighs> stop. Come on, man, take a break here. I'm gonna put these away. Fine, okay, fine. Oh. Go ahead. Um, but your parents have been together for forty years, thirty-five years, thirty-something years. They've been together a while, forty-something years. Uh, whereas my parents were together for like know, 12, 13 years before they got separated. Um, and then you grew up in one household. I grew up in like, kind of like multitude mm-hmm. of households. I, I lived with my grandma. I lived in my parents' house. I lived with like 
my dad's family, my dad's other family, like kind of sporadic. And that kind of does take a toll on your home. But I also then like my mom wanted to travel a lot. Like we just were kind of constantly on the move and doing different things. And that kind of like changes the dynamic of your household. So for me, like I don't put a lot of weight on stuff in the house. So it's kind of nice to have you around to do that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But um, and maybe this is getting sidetracked, but this is all like important things that led up to the wedding because we're going back to the wedding stuff. Whereas like I, I don't really at the time, like I, I, I mean, this is my excuse or argument. Like the reason I didn't do that stuff, find the sponsors, get the tux, get all that stuff was because I didn't weigh a lot of stuff on the wedding date. I mean, I did prior to... Um, I did prior to COVID. Like I was really excited for which our original wedding group member thing was like 300 people. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like I was also planning for, you know, early on the podcast last year, I talked about having a huge bachelorette mm-hmm. like in Miami. I mean, even you had problems with your bachelorette. Uh, mm-hmm. You might want to talk about because um, of COVID like COVID sucks. And, you know, I had these like grander like ideas of, Oh man, we're gonna have a huge wedding. We're gonna have everyone there. Everyone's gonna kind of celebrate us. We'll have a huge kind of like reception ceremony, and it worked out a little bit. But um, we'll talk about the problems here in in a little bit. But um, it worked out. It's just like you know, the month before, I'm like, this doesn't seem like the kind of wedding I wanted, and it just kind of made it more like, oh, God, we're actually gonna like this is lame. Like we're even our sponsors originally, we had like. 10 12 or something we had we still had the original amount but but, like you know it's like we cut out these people or cut out these people and they couldn't make it or you know and it was like and i I also was like man i don't want to like tell people to like hey are you guys you know we're having a wedding next month and then you know unfortunately tell them like oh we're not having it we're not hosting it and yeah i should have just like let them know ahead of the time but i just didn't do that because i don't know i just felt like, oh, it just didn't matter. But I think that was where my head was at. And then we eventually discussed it or talked yeah, about well, it. Yeah, well, it blew up because I was so mad about, yeah. you know, first it was just the couch. And then it was like the house in general. And then it's like, why, you know, and then I it spurned off into these are the things like I, I care about these things. Mm-hmm. You know, I care about the stuff in our house, you know, because it, it, this is all a part of our life together, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's sure it's stuff, but you know, we sit at we're sitting at this, at, at this table on this couch, we get to look at these things and not for, you know, because it's a part of like what we'll remember when we, when we, you know, if we ever move out of here or whatever. And then it it turned into, well, you know, how come, you know, these are the things I like, like I like planning the wedding and you're not, you're, you're not doing the things that, you know, I'm asking. And I I think up, up to the, maybe, maybe a couple weeks or that week I had a few discussions with friends like about my frustration about the wedding in general mm-hmm. um, and not just for you, but I, I really felt for me that that I was d- planning everything by myself, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like one planning everything by myself and two planning everything of thing of like of something that is not even what we want, right. you know, exactly. and, and I think I was getting so frustrated and I was like, I, I had told like, I had I had already told you that I I felt like you weren't helping, yeah. and then I had talked to my friends about it, and one of my best friend was like, "Well, if Giselle was helping, what would she be doing?" And I was like, 
well, I don't know. Because honestly, what, what it came down to is that I felt that I was doing it by myself right. because nobody was helping. Right, that was and, the other and nobody's helping because one, like we're in a fucking pandemic and like mm. everybody's just tired. Like no one yeah. can physically, only like one yeah. person could physically come here that felt comfortable coming here. So no one can come over and help. Two, everybody's just like, I'm sure if they could help if they had the emotional or mm -hmm. mental capacity to think outside of what's going on like they could mm -hmm. do it but it's like and i just felt like i didn't want to ask people for for help because it's like it's such a burden it's such a weird time yeah so but i think that honestly i really feel like we pulled shit together you know Amazing. yeah like out. i took the week off before work and like i was able and even before that like i was able to make a bunch of stuff you were able to help me with a lot of stuff yeah. too my friend when my friend was able to come and help me yeah. and so it really pulled together so but yeah you're built up frustration so let, let's paint the picture two weeks prior to the wedding because i had written everything down because it's, it's kind of like there's a lot of shit that went down, guys. Um, our wedding date originally was planned for January 16th, 2021. My grandma's 75th anniversary, um, Aaliyah's birthday, Aaliyah <laughs> the singer, and just a bunch of other things. Like, you know, it was just like a Saturday. It was a weekend. Like, it was a long weekend. So people yeah. originally could have partied all weekend with yeah, us. Yeah, we didn't. We couldn't. We originally wanted the first weekend of January, but then your cousin couldn't because of yeah, he had a, a trip business Japan, trip. And then but, we were going to do the end of January. But, but then like one of my friends is 30th birthday. Birthday, which so just every it, birthday it worked. It was a weekend you were off, yeah, and it, so I'd, you know? I'd taken the weekend off like last year. I was like, and I told everybody, hey, take that weekend off. It's gonna be like a great weekend. You can party in Southern California. You can go to Disneyland because we're having it in Orange County. <laughs> we we have a Portos near there. You guys can eat at Portos. Like it was something super planned. So. I'd already called in my other job like that week. They had like scheduled me. I was like, fuck that. I'm not working there. So I'll paint the picture. So the 16th was when we were our planned date. The weekend, like the Thursday, the weekend before. So I think this was the 7th or 8th. Like Kirsten said, she was going to take the following week, the whole week prior to the wedding mm -hmm. off. And so this is Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday on, I think, yeah, like January 7th or January 8th after the whole like fiasco at, in DC. But uh, we had met with our wedding planner and we had met with our wedding planner and we went to the church. We actually went to the church Oh yeah. and we saw like where we were supposed to hold it. We were supposed to hold it outside the church, like right in front of the entrance. Really gorgeous. It's kind of tall, kind of like, you know, ceilings. It's like a enclosed ceiling. And then uh, we, we gave her idea what was going to happen. We told her that, hey, our date is on the 16th. We could have rehearsal the day before, whatnot. And then... Right after we went there, we went to the party rental place, mm -hmm. so which was in Costa Mesa, which is about like 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes away. There we were going to get the chairs that we needed. So we told them, hey, we need this many chairs. We need these runners. We need these tables. And then one of the things there, we had talked to them and they said, okay, so the chairs you guys are going to need when? We're like, oh, well, we need it the night before on Friday the 15th when we'll have the rehearsal. We'll have the rehearsal on the 15th. And then we can... Um, keep the chairs there overnight and they told us well you know it's it's cheaper if you guys just pick up the chairs mm -hmm. like, oh perfect yeah we'll just pick up the chairs i'll have my brother-in-law do it it'll be fine so we saved like i don't know the chairs were originally like 200 300 when we saved like maybe 100 bucks by just picking up our own chairs like yeah that's fine that's fine um we ran other things and it was thursday so you know we went home and then friday kristen was like at work and like she's working from home and then she goes on um, her phone and she goes online. She's like, hey, let me just check oh. to see that 
you know, that we still have, you know, when our wedding is. Because Kirsten actually yeah, has so, cancer at the so, church. Yeah. And she has access to the what, church, church calendar. calendar. So you want to tell what so, happened then? You know, I hadn't heard anything from the cor- the church coordinator or from our priest like for a while. Like we had talked to him like maybe I don't know two months ago. Yeah, two months but, prior. But mm-hmm. there was you know there was no communication about it being canceled or anything. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, assuming everything's good to go. I mean, and I think we're just so. Well, you Kirsten, know, like, if we're not thinking about it, like, I'm not thinking about it, you yeah, know? Whatever. It's just a weekend before. We're like, we're good. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. And Kirsten, so I'll keep going because I know okay. you can add on. Cause okay. So she's like, let me just check the calendar real quick, right? So she's checking the calendar and she's also stressing out because she also has to buy a bunch of stuff for, like, her bridesmaids yeah. that she's kind of, like, had to make. And, and also, I'm, I'm going to be off for a week. So, she's like, week, work, yeah. work is busy yeah. and people are, people know I'm going to leave. So they're like, okay, well, you need to finish all of this yeah. stuff. And you you're preparing prepare. other people to, yeah. like, hey, take on this load, take on this one, whatnot. So she's just around, like, 11 or 12 o'clock. And she's, like, trying to figure out because on the calendar – Originally, we had planned it, I think, in September or October. Like, we had booked. We'd given, like, a $100 deposit to book us for that time. And originally, they told us there's only one event happening in that same day, but it's going to be on the opposite side of the church. You don't, you don't have to worry about it. You guys have the church for, like, two hours or whatnot for, like, prep time and takedown time. We're like, okay, cool. This was two years. This was a year and a half ago prior to COVID. And then Kirsten's looking at the calendar, and she sees that – there's n- our 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 wedding isn't actually on the calendar, so she's like, "That's weird." So she sees that prior to there, there's like a little baptism from like our original. There's time a, like, there's three baptisms three in baptisms. the morning, you know, yeah. up up until eleven thirty, and our ceremony is at twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, mind you, you're looking yeah. at this and you're like, "What the heck? That's weird." So you're texting her good friend Art, who is a who is the music director. Um, at the church at the church who helped her with you know when she cantered there when she wasn't um you know prior to covid and so like she's texting him and like i'm I'm just watching you right because we're in the office and i'm just looking over and i'm like looking at the computer and i'm looking over and all of a sudden you're like like super frustrated you're like oh my god like you're like you're audibly like gasping (sighs) i'm like are you okay and you're like and then you're like Like you're like, and then you put your phone down and then you're like, just like bawling. And I'm like, what the hell? And she's like, uh, and then like, I just read your phone and it says that like, you know, you tell me like, oh my God, Art got like furloughed. Art music director got furloughed because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And he's, and he's, you're making me read the text because you're just like so frustrated about it. And I'm reading it and it says, hey, I'm sorry, curse, but your wedding isn't scheduled for next week. Somebody forgot to add it to the calendar. And you're like frustrated you're freaking the fuck out you're just like upset because you're not only on top of the stress from work you're on top of the stress that hey our wedding isn't scheduled to be next week and we asked why and well art says that the church actually furloughed some of the secretaries or some of the workers office managers office managers so no one's actually like like some of the priests are having to take over for like yeah. the office people. So pretty so. much they, they're blaming it on on COVID. But, you know, like you said earlier, we had put our deposit down in September of 2019. So there was no COVID then. So they, they just dropped the ball. They didn't put on the calendar. You know, then, then he's like, well, you could still have the time. The time is there. It's available. But you only have 30 minutes to set up. And I'm like, okay, are you fucking kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not going to be doing the setup, but like our 
you would expect that they would we had they're not giving offering us chairs because there's no chairs there so we have to bring chairs in set them up set up flowers set up all the stuff in 30 minutes like mm-hmm. that's what you're telling me and then we have to end early because there is something at three o'clock or not two o'clock like two o'clock yeah we're only like a, it's an hour ceremony whatever that's fine Anyways, so that freaked that out. So we asked him, can we still have the rehearsal the Friday night before? He's like, that's fine. You can hold it at the 15th. We're like, well, what time? Like, can we do it at like four or five? He's like, we have it at six. Mind you, six o'clock in Southern California it's is dark. fucking dark as shit. So you can't really see anything. He's like, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, six o'clock right now and it's yeah. like nighttime. So he's like, yeah, that's fine. You can hold it right after six. We're like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. And then like we tell our wedding planner and she's like, oh my God, I'll, I'll try my best to like make it work. And she's trying to make it work. So then whatever we like, end of day whatever and then our priest calls us later that night i think he, he calls us and say hey like we'd like i'd like to meet with you because he doesn't know we're having a wedding tomorrow no 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 so the issue is that he knows we're no no okay. he knows the thing like they just didn't put it on the calendar right right, right. but he calls and so he wants to schedule a meeting because we didn't sign any paperwork the next yeah, day we right? didn't sign paperwork we haven't picked all this we haven't done stuff. anything because yeah. they again dropped the ball because they haven't remember that we have a wedding so we meet him meet up with him on sunday we actually even meet up with art and um the you know the pianist and like your uh, friends who are actually cantering the wedding and you know we get to like you know kind of help kind of prepare the songs then we meet with the priest and we kind of it's just basically like he it's a weird kind of like he gives us paperwork to sign and we're just like sitting like on you know we grab chairs and we're just like basically like a a, a show of like who's the most safe with like covid because we're <laughs> yeah. like he's like well what he's because he's really concerned because we're gonna have instead of a 300 person wedding we're gonna have like a 40 50 person wedding but he wants to know like well how do you guys plan to be safe like we tell him oh well we're gonna have a chair we're gonna have the chair spaced out by household we're gonna have temperature checks we're gonna have our wedding planner kind of set the you know like set the boundaries like kind of like check everyone in make sure no one's sick kind of do all the you know the right things and we're asking him like well how are you going to be safe and he's like well i'm going to wear a mask i'm going to be certain distance i'm going to have you know we're going to only keep it short we're going to do all these sorts of things like he's gonna have his mic on from far away and you know when communion it's not going to be like you know it's just you know, people who want it can take it so it's kind of like that and then we're like okay so we have to get our paperwork signed like it worked out, but then he told us, like, we have to have our, like, readers read a certain way and people wipe down the things, like, wipe down yeah, the Yeah, pretty much it was like, we, I think, to me, that was a relieving conversation because, mm-hmm. you know, we, what I took away from that is that we were both making sure that everybody is safe and that the other person is being as safe as possible. Um, that way, you know, and, and he also reassured us that they've been, you know, having their services outdoors. A lot of people come and no one's gotten sick and mm-hmm. safety is the biggest priority. And right. this is kind of the new normal, you know, so I, I felt confident coming away from that meeting. I, I was just feeling better like that was something we, we worked out the scheduling in, in mm-hmm. where that, you know, there was only actually one baptism. We were able to come set up early you know, so we felt good about that. Right, right. All right. So then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the week prior to the wedding, we're all like, um, we're pretty much setting everything up. So I'm actually, I called in all work. Kirsten's not off from work. So we're setting up like the grab bags, the grab bags that we have, have the, our favorite stuff. We have like boba straws. We have gift card, like a free drink to get boba. We even have a DoorDash gift cards for people. If people, you know, because we can't hold a reception. So instead we gave everybody like 
you know, $20, $25 to DoorDash something so you can eat, you know, on your own time. Kirsten with her friend was like writing signs because Kirsten does calligraphy. So she was doing the calligraphy for the wedding. She was making all her bridesmaids things, certain boxes, putting like jackets and whatnot. And then, yeah, we um, were doing like we're doing the wedding stuff and right? delivering, delivering like it. stuff to our so, bride, like, brides it, it or bride. It kind of starts off kind of shitty on like Wednesday, like afternoon when we drive to LA, right? So we're driving, like we start, like we pack the car with stuff and we like drive, <laughs> drive. Uh, so st- up until this point, like the week was going well. Yeah. I was feeling pretty stress-free from work. I've only had to answer a couple of work-related questions. Mm-hmm. Um, the what We did end up taking care of a lot of the wedding stuff semi-early. Yeah. Um, we felt good. You know, like we were relaxed. It was a nice way to kind of just chill before the week and yeah. then continue with Wednesday. So then Wednesday afternoon, we're heading to LA. And like I, <laughs> I wrote this down. Our, uh, like, you're, you know, when you get on the on-ramp to a freeway and then like there's like really slow cars on the on-ramp. So we kind of like, Pass by this like really slow like out of state car because you know out of state cars drive really slow, and then like we're driving we're about to approach like the seven ten and like freeway and then like a little tiny nick of like a rock like gives us like a slight tiny dent maybe like a centimeter or less than that on like the corner of our wind like windshield and Kirsten's like that's that's pretty big and it's like a tiny nick and it was like, like it was like the size of a quarter yeah yeah okay it was it was like that but it wasn't it was just like a nick like that's all you saw right we're like whatever it won't be that big of a deal and so Kristen's like i don't know it's a pretty big deal and no like, i i was like agreeing with you that it's fine yeah that it's small it's in the corner as long as it stays like that yeah. we can leave it like that so for a while we drive to la we meet up with one of your groomswomen we give her one of her boxes bridesmaids sorry sorry bridesmaids Talk to her and like, you know, chat it up for a little bit. We meet up with your other friends who, you know. We had to we, borrow we some stuff. We had to borrow stuff. like a veil and like yeah. a cord. And then we meet up um, with your other friend and it was fine. Then we like grab Boba, whatnot, do our thing, take photos, go home. And then like, uh, it's like Thursday night. And let's see, Thursday night. Uh, I think we end up like going to your parents. We go to your, oh, actually, no, no. So we while we're in L.A., Later that night, I think we grabbed tacos. We hung out with like one of your best friends. And then like you actually get like a cool video from yeah. like your friends who sing like you an awesome song or whatnot. We grab ice cream. And then like one of your or bridesmaids we just met was like, hey, curse. Um, sorry, but like I don't fit my like one of our bridesmaids doesn't fit in her wedding dress. Like because she has or her bridesmaids dress because she hasn't tried it on. So it's like a little bit of stress, but not that much. Uh, to be honest, I didn't. I did, was not stressed about that. Yeah, you're like whatever because you had all this other stuff. Yeah. Right? Thursday comes, we like wake up. Uh, we go to your parents' house. I think we kind of like we and then we drive around to like uh, grab grab more of the groomswomen's like my my groomswomen stuff. Like hand them stuff. I think you got your nails done, whatnot. But mm. like, I think while we were at your parents, like we start noticing like the no, we were cr- at my brother's house. Oh, at your brother's house, and we noticed like the crack like just like get way big like to the halfway part of the windshield like you can you can see but it's kind of annoying like the little crack just like kind of just like gets to about a third so, of the way yeah, a third of the like, way in it's like from really the really annoying especially because i was driving a lot and we only have one car here because my other car is in the bay for work so then like i thursday night i think i text my brother-in-law like hey man are you gonna pick up the chairs he's like yeah don't worry about it i'll pick up the chairs tomorrow it's fine and he has a van so Kind of trusted him. It's like 50 chairs. His van would probably fit. And I'm like, that's fine, whatever. All right. So then 
Friday morning. So our plan Thursday night when we went to bed was Friday morning, the day before the, the wedding, wedding, and the you know with rehearsal on Friday night. We our plan was to pick up your wedding dress that you had gotten altered at your wedding dress place. We were going to uh, go to we we're going to like rest prior to rehearsal, and then you know then we'll drop you off at rehearsal. You were going to like. Go with your mom, whatever, to you stay. Know, I would stay at my to stay at your parents because we don't want to stay in the same house prior to wedding. It was going to be a low stress day. It was. So then Friday morning, your our plan was to go to your wedding dress place at nine thirty, and I don't know if you want to go there. So we get there at nine thirty. Okay, okay, here Kirsten's going to talk. Y- about yeah. It. So I I meet with my mom at the dress place, and we walk in, and the seamstress like is looking at me like one she's never seen me two she has no idea why we're there and she was like what sweetie what can i help you with and i was like well i'm here to pick up my dress you know she's like oh okay what what's your name you know and 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 to be fair she probably has a ton of clients but i've been there twice already and and so i tell her my name she pulls out the wrong dress and then she then she's like oh, i'm sorry what's your name again then i tell her the name and she was like saying oh you know something you know whatever and and she's very frazzled like her hair is kind of in disarray she seems like really confused and i'm like what the fuck's happening and my mom's like looks like she's my mom's like what's happening you know so it turns out like their their business is not doing well because of covid and she had to let go should there i think something about like they raised the rent or I have no idea. She didn't give me like details, but pretty much she had to fire her like assistant, which is like the person who deals with the calendar and make sure that she's on schedule and you know, all the stuff. So she didn't finish my dress. Like, so she didn't finish securing like the, I added like some extra fabric to the front so I wouldn't have as much cleavage. And then she hadn't hemmed it yet or she hadn't cut the bottom yet and and so she's like oh my she's like it'll i just it'll take it'll be very fast you know do you live far away and i said no we're about 30 minutes like okay well can you come back at two and i said okay that's fine you know and and like i'm like is she gonna be done at two so i'm like freaking out like i'm freaking out and your mom's there too right yeah and but we both feel so bad for her because you know she this her story is that she used to work as the in-house seamstress where i bought my dress it's at love and lace bridal in irvine and they have gorgeous dresses um if you're you know interested in that type of thing but she she used to be their in-house seamstress she became like very popular and she got enough like steam to to have her own shop to you know as like alterations and so she had been doing that for like not a while like at least maybe a year because my other friend got her dress there and she was still at the other place anyway so she said you know to come back at two so i leave and i'm like freaking out well mind you like i drop you off because i thought you're gonna be there a little bit we were i get there we get there around 9 30 i drop you off i'm on my phone i'm just like i'm gonna wait outside because i don't want to see your dress yeah and then you come back out at like 9 36 and you come out empty-handed and you're like like oh my god oh my god and i'm like um and you're like and then your mom says bye and i'm like okay bye and then you come in the car and you're like okay so don't freak out but um i'm like what and you're like my dress isn't ready yet and i'm like okay um so and you tell me what happened and then like you don't want to tell anybody yet because you're like freaking the fuck out you yeah i don't want to tell anyone because it's right. like i'm already stressed out and i don't need people telling me it's gonna be okay <laughs> you right, know what i mean right. like and i'm telling you like, I, I honestly knew it would be okay but in that moment i just wanted to live in the moment and be stressed out right. you were kept telling me to call the, the wedding planner i'm like, I was like well, let the wedding she can't do anything like, I was like that's what she's there for you're like but, no 
Yeah. In hindsight, she can't do anything. She right. can't make the wedding dress person hurry up. You right. know what I mean? But I mean, it's like, you know, but it, that's what the wedding planner, I mean, in my yeah. head, like I've seen, you know, the wedding planner, you know, the yeah. wedding planner is supposed to stress yeah, out. Yeah, okay, Jennifer she's Lopez, not J-Lo. You know what she's I mean? She's still supposed to stress out. You know, yeah. like, not you. So then we go grab donuts and then we like head over to like... Um, we go back home. We go back home and we watch TV. I think we watch Bridgerton or something. I think we watched yeah. like a couple episodes of Bridgerton. It's like one or one, two o'clock, like one thirty. and we drive back, grab... Um, no, we just go straight to the seamstress lady. Turns out the wedding dress, dress is fine. Is tried ready. it on. It looks great. On. Go to your parents. It's like two thirty, whatever. We go grab food, like some like. Oh, then we go food. to my. Then we go. No no no. no, 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 no. We drop off the food. We go to my brothers. Realize that the crack is all the way in the. Yeah, now the, the crack center. has been like all the way across the windshield. Yeah. And we're like not all the way across, but like halfway through. It's pretty across. It's pretty much on your side at this yeah. point. So then, like, you're, you're being dramatic. It was not to my side. Okay. And then we are like, it's now 2.30. It's about, it's almost, no, it's like 3.30. And we've got like, we're like, let's just grab food. The rehearsal's at five. It'll like, well, whatnot. And then I get a call from my sister that I answer on um, Kirsten's like, you know, the speaker phone on the, on her car. And I answer it. And my sister's like, like calling me. She's like, hey, she's, she's the wife of my brother-in-law. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Uh, whatnot. And my brother-in-law was the one who was supposed to pick up the chairs. And then my sister says, like, hey, he can't pick up the chairs. He just woke up because he worked last night. And I'm like, what? He's like, she's like, yeah, you have to call him or you have to pick up the chairs. Go pick up the chairs now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so then I call my brother-in-law and he's like, hey, I can't pick up your chairs because your sister took the van. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she tells me that because she had to drive my mom and my aunt whatever my bre- long story short we're freaking the fuck out like no one has the chairs because the chairs we were like we're like uh so we check at the time they close and it's 3 30 they close at four <laughs> they close and like we minutes. said it's it's about 30 to 40 minutes away from yeah our place yeah the rental place is really far and so yeah. we're like freaking the fuck out so we end up calling our wedding planner well first this is where brother. she come she came through true but we call your brother and he's like hey we need to borrow your van like can we borrow your van he's like what why, why do you need my van like my brother, like the brother-in-law failed. He didn't show up. Like he couldn't come through. And so luckily we called our wedding planner and she's like, I can get the chairs delivered for an extra fee. Like we can deliver I'll take them. care of it. I'll take she care said, of it. Don't like, worry about perfect, it. Perfect. Whatnot. Yeah. So then after that, it actually turned out, everything actually turned out okay. I, we ended up going to rehearsal. And I think the only thing is that it was fucking hot. Well, no. So the problem also with rehearsal was everything was kind of disorganized because yeah. we didn't have chairs and also our wedding planner had not really run a, yeah. a, a Catholic and, church without and, a wedding planner coordinator from the church. Yeah. And it turned out her friend Art, who was the guy who told us, you know, who got furloughed, turned out to like help out being the so-called like substitute proxy. Yeah. He was like a substitute wedding coordinator, but he's never done it before. He's a music coordinator, yeah. you know? And so my friend who's, who's a, a wedding planner, but she's also like, she's Catholic too. So she's done, been to and done a lot of Catholic weddings. She yeah. kind of helped the planner because she, my wedding planner didn't, or our wedding planner, sorry. Yeah. Our her. wedding planner, <laughs> you know, and, and to be fair, it's, it's not her wheelhouse. Usually, no. The church coordinator does all of that exactly, stuff, and right. then the wedding planner does the reception. That's how it goes, you know. Right. Um, we did the the rehearsal went out okay. Yeah, but you know, there's a lot of things we didn't. But do. there was a lot of things that pretty much fucked up because one of the thing we didn't know. First off, we didn't know there was a veil. I didn't know there was a veil. 
I didn't know that we didn't practice the, with being a veil, so I didn't know how to flip over a veil. So yeah, well, also they didn't put the veil in very well. They didn't put the veil in well. Also, like we didn't know how to do with the rings. Like I didn't learn to do the rings. We didn't practice rings on a rehearsal day. Yeah. Like because of rehearsal, we actually expected maybe like half the people showing up, maybe a little more than half. Everyone yeah. showed up to a rehearsal. Almost everybody, was, like maybe except for like five people. Yeah. Everybody showed up to the rehearsal, which was surprising. Yeah. We didn't like go through the details of the ceremony no. because like our church coordinator didn't know that they were, you know, supposed to do that. It was just, kind. it was like all the shit. It was, it was a shit show. It was kind of a shit show. And then like, luckily, so I, you went to your mom's. I went home. I asked my cousin if he could stay, who's one of my best men. He said, sure. So he's stayed at our house. Uh, the photographer showed up in the morning. I mean, I woke up. You think you the photographers went? They went to separate houses. Turned out okay. And then our ceremony started, and it was fairly okay. I'd say. Like, I thought it was good. Yeah, it turned out okay. Uh, a couple of things that I like to note. Uh, one of your sponsors, who is on your dad's side, who are notorious anti-maskers, mm-hmm. kind of, and this may you know go hand in hand. Trump supporters. Who go like who are, who are just like, don't believe that COVID's a real thing. I think um, if you look, because we actually had our wedding live streamed, which actually worked out really nice, and people, you know, got to see it who weren't able to attend. If you see her sponsors, the the anti-maskers, actually walk down the aisle because it's part of our wedding. They walked down the aisle without masks. Well, that's what everybody was doing, I think. True. Or but half. But, but yeah. they didn't really put it on either throughout the ceremony, which is not the right thing to do. Yeah. And then after the wedding ceremony, they actually kept asking us to take off our masks to take photos. And Kirsten and I were like, mm, I don't really want to do that. Yeah. The other problem, too, was... Um, they were like also they, apparently telling my my sister-in-law, so my brother's wife, they were telling my sister-in-law's mom, you should take off your mask. And she was like, no. No. And the, the other huge thing, too, was originally we were supposed to have the chairs separated by household, but I don't know what happened. The chairs weren't separated by household yeah. at all. Like, if you saw it, like, my mom was sitting next to the anti-masker family, yeah. and it was, like, really weird. And also the, the other thing that really irked me was when Kirsten walked down the aisle... You got there, I, you know, I, your dad handed you off to me like a football pass or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like your the anti-masker family, uncle and aunt, phone went off. Like it went oh. off really loud. Like it was, an, it was, you can hear it in the video, but it's kind of distracting. And it's like right in things like, oh, my phone, my phone. I'm like, this is annoying. But it was otherwise okay. I didn't notice any of that. I noticed that immediately because I was trying yeah. to like hear you, and but I'm just like. Also, I see his face, like, right next to us. Yeah. Like, it was kind of annoying, which, whatever. Other than that, like, we, you know, it's now two weeks after the wedding. One of our main concerns, because we also attended a wedding, another outdoor small ceremony two months ago. That couple was really worried that those in attendance would actually get COVID or they were worried that they would, you know, create some super spreader event. We were kind of having that same debate, yeah. too. Like, having a wedding during COVID, mm-hmm. how selfish is it? Is it, yeah. like... We, problem. we have ha- had one of your group's people kind of question us and say, you know, are you mm-hmm. sure you should be having it? Uh, you're sure you should be having a wedding? Like, why don't you just postpone it? Like, do you think it's necessary? Right. And right. honestly, that shit pissed me off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. because it's like we're we are, of course, thinking about other people, you know, like this is so hard to to do something like this and to. And, you know, for something like for some might say as frivolous as a wedding, Mm -hmm. you know, and I get that I 100 percent get it. But I feel like people should have a right to 
at least live their lives. You know what I mean? Like we, we made it as safe as possible as we could mm-hmm. control. Uh, sure, there were a few things that we could have controlled better. But um, I think that, you know, we love each other and we wanted to get married. And I was kind of like, you know, if you don't want to come, if you don't feel safe coming, then don't. And there were mm-hmm. a few people who didn't come, which is okay. I'm yeah. not mad at yeah. any of those people at all. You know, I just want people to be safe. I want, but I also want people, if they feel comfortable enough to come be with us and to celebrate us, then I would love that. And I think, you know, we're, we're in the two, we were past the two week mark, a uh, happy, you know, anniversary, mm-hmm. but also we're past the two weeks. Nobody has gotten sick, at, at least that we know least of, that we know of. Oh, but at yeah. least nobody has said anything about being sick. I've, I've reached out to all my bridesmaids and asked them how they're feeling. My parents are fine. My, my family is fine. Um, your family is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we would have heard if something happened, if somebody was sick. So it's a relief, you know, like we, th- there was stress up to the wedding. There was stress post the wedding because like making sure everybody's okay. But mm-hmm. I think I definitely do not regret it. Um, I'm glad I, I didn't want to wait anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. We live together, whatever. We're practically married, but like making it official, it, it, it's different. You know, it hits mm-hmm. different as the kids say, you know, mm-hmm. And and I, I I was tired of being in this limbo state. You know? mm-hmm. Like yeah, we still have a reception, but whatever. Like later this year, that's gonna also. happen when it happens. You know. I also think we took all the necessary precautions. I think we really did. We were all far away. Like everybody wore their masks. Yeah. We didn't have a reception. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We were outdoors. I mean, I got my COVID vaccine. You know, maybe like last month and the second one this past weekend, and like. There were some people already who were vaccinated there, mm-hmm. which was really nice. I think had it been, you know, indoors, had we done other stuff, like I, I know, you know, the person who did it was one of our best men and he's one of my best friends, but I totally understand his like yeah, I concerns. Do. I like, understand I'm not his... trying to deny or like, you know, you and I have discussed it too. Like yeah. we're annoyed. Like it's totally yeah, like, thank you. it's very like, like, I understand his concerns, but then it's like, yeah. But do not question us. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if you yeah, if you want to yeah. say, hey, I don't feel comfortable yeah. coming. I just want you Please to know that I don't feel sure. comfortable. Yeah. Then that's okay. Like I'm not making anyone. I'm and, not choosing anyone's comfort level. And I think you know? that's what's more amazing about the people that went is yeah. that a lot of people still loved us. Not necessarily if you didn't show up, you don't love us. But it was yeah. a lot of people still showed their love by showing up. Yeah. And a lot of people like showed up even for rehearsal. Like we said, like we didn't expect like this rehearsal isn't like official like it's nothing yeah. it's just like you can hang out with us for a brief period of time even the rehearsal was less than an hour yeah. I mean, even less than that it felt like less than 45 minutes and people still wanted to hang out like this is great i also just want to say that we made it very clear to our to our friends and family that we are 100 percent okay if you don't come yeah, if you don't come. like we made it yeah. very clear like and we I were think... not we were not making anybody obligated to come right. Right. um so i just don't want anyone to feel like we're you know forcing people to yeah, be there and it, and... and it surprised me that a lot of our friends yeah. put themselves out of their comfort level for us and, yeah. and knowing that we're not asking them and or making For them, sure. you know. And two, Wayne, one of my groom's women dropped out. One of your sponsors dropped mm-hmm. out. One was just concerns about a thing. The other one's health concerns. Another one of my sponsors didn't come either. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that for just whatever? Or just... Well, no, because he didn't, because he had to fly here. and He didn't want to fly. Yeah, and that's totally okay. And luckily, we were able to stream it, live stream it on yeah. YouTube. And the ceremony went off pretty well. The, the audio was kind of, you know, had some mess But yeah, like there. all the people that we would have wanted to be there got to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um 
honestly, like, uh, like I said, I didn't notice the phone go off. I didn't, I did notice the, that I didn't even notice that my uncle was sitting there until like the, the peace Later. be with you part. Yeah. Because honestly, I was like, I, I get very easily <laughs> distracted. And like, I always want to look at what other people are looking at, you know, like yeah. when, but I was like, I don't want to look at anybody except for you as I'm walking down. Yeah, but we kept like making jokes, like yeah. laughing at each other. Apparently I had one of, like, cause I bought my shoes from Marshall's. So when we're like kneeling, people saw my Nordstrom Marshall's Nordstrom Rack, stick- everybody. Oh, was it Nordstrom Rack? Oh, people saw my Nordstrom Rack sticker. The photos are turning out really well. Like our photographers that we hired did such a good job. Um, And that, you know, that's going to look amazing. Um, It's just, I mean, I guess we just kind of want to know what your, I guess, final thoughts from like a wedding. Like what, what how do you feel now that it's over? Like, do you regret it i mean do you like i definitely have, like, don't regret heavy, it like i feel you know, very comfortable and i feel very confident especially now that the two weeks are over um that we made the right choice i feel very good about making our numbers smaller i feel like everybody that yeah. was there are people that i wanted there well mostly everybody but yeah, like hard. yeah yeah everybody. Was, that was the hard part is trying to decide and you know honestly who... i feel like there were a lot of people that i wish were there but i feel okay and i feel and even more so i think that they're okay that they weren't there you know what mm-hmm. i mean so I, I don't feel like anybody feels any bad blood towards not being invited um i am glad that we didn't have a reception i wish there was a way to tell people that we didn't have a reception you know what i mean like mm. I don't know. I I just know I I'm sure there are people out there which that are like saying oh I, that that's, it was very irresponsible of them to do. Oh that. yeah, I was, that was my concerns too. But yeah. I mean, and you know, I'm not gonna lie. That stuff makes me sad. Like I don't yeah. like when people don't like me or think I did something right, dumb. Right, but right. you know, whatever. Like two weeks go, two weeks went by, and everyone's okay. You know, like thank God. Honestly, thank. Like we're lucky. We're very lucky yeah, that nobody yeah. got sick. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm glad we got married. Yeah. I mean, again, in an ideal situation, we would have everyone we wanted there. Mm-hmm. We would have the 300 people. Because what? We've been to... Even 2020... 2019, you went to like 13 weddings mm-hmm. in that year. And last year, we went to... Did you go to one? You went to one, right? In January, I think. Did you went I? To, you might have. Um, but like... No. Was that another one? Who? Maybe you didn't. I don't know. Yeah, we went to one wedding in November. Oh, in December. You went to another wedding in December. What are you talking about, oh, man? 2020. 2019. Yeah, but in 2020, we only went to one wedding. What was the wedding? Burnt, uh, oh, no, that's yeah, right. Yeah, the outdoor that's wedding. Right. Yeah, yeah, That's fine. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it worked out nicely. I would still like to hold a cross-dressing wedding in, like, the future, whenever that's safe enough, for much to the joy of all the cross-yas listeners who would love to see... Me and you, they love us both for some reason. I don't know. They love you a lot. That's yeah. weird. But they like you. So, um, I, I mean, that's why I wanted to do this episode, especially for like the Valentine's Day. I'll probably release this on Valentine's Day. Because like, we love each other a lot. I mean, we both could have bailed on a wedding. We really mm-hmm. wanted to have this. Again, we really wish it would have been in like different circumstances, but it really worked out nice, especially the YouTube component. Like a lot of people were able to view yeah, it and, and watch I- it and they saw your dress. Some people... I think three or four of my coworkers cried when they saw your dress. They don't because people cry at weddings, right? Like that's you cried. I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of teared up a little bit, but I was more just annoyed at your. Sorry. Your, 
it's like fucking come on man this is the moment like you know like this is the moment where you're like i flipped your veil i flipped it too hard apparently I'm like oh i didn't know there was a veil it's like oh i, I texted you from you text the, me my dad's car line. saying yeah. like hey t- don't forget to take off the veil you have to remove like, the veil nobody told me there's a veil whoops yeah and so i flipped um, it too hard i was like Ooh. one thing i, I do want to say is that i i feel like I'm glad that we did the streaming thing. I'm glad we had our friends, you know, a few of our friends and family there because, you know, I think we both had it. I don't want to say hard, but, you know, as the cross yes listeners know, you've had quite a love life journey. Yes. Um, I feel for me, I haven't talked about it obviously as much as much on here but like my friends know that like i've had quite a journey as well you know i'm not i'm i'm not saying that 34 is old but a lot of people get younger or meet you know some people meet their the loves of their lives when they're young you know mm-hmm. and they get married when they're young and i feel like i'm i i was just so happy to share you know that with you number one mm-hmm. but to be able to share that with my my family and with my friends and and even the people who watched online because i think you know, there's something about choosing someone and like, mm-hmm. and and going through all of this, oh, yeah. all yeah. of that stress, because, you know, not just to, to celebrate or not to look good or whatever, mm-hmm. but because you want people to know that like, I am choosing and I am devoting my life to another person. And it's not even to you, but to us. I think mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Like, and I know, like your right. your your relationship with the church is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's for me, it's very important. Like the the ceremony to me is very important. The words that he said were important. All of that stuff. But I think like there there is a it, it's a partnership. It's not a you. It's not a it's not a I am devoted to you. But I'm I'm devoted to the idea of us being right, a right. unit. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love you. I love you too. And it's and it's really nice to share it even with the podcast. Yeah, they pretty much were there not since the beginning. I mean, it's over there. almost from the beginning. Yeah, they were there at the beginning of like the proposal. Prior to the proposal, they were there when we talked post proposal and kind of like I mean, I would have been it would have been really cool to like talk <laughs> like stream at the wedding or something like people in the thing can enjoy us at the wedding. But I mean, if we do hold a cross, yes, like thing that'd be cool to like live stream or something yeah. that people could watch but i mean yeah like weddings i think i see as just like a a celebration of these two people and their love for one another yeah whether it's on paper whether it's you know it's just like hey it's this coming like you said together of a unit it's like okay you know we're, we're gonna have trouble or problems or whatnot but like i couldn't see it having it any less anyone else but you like yeah i mean we with quarantine too, the last year, like I've not felt any less close. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, like shout out to all of the people who have quarantined with their significant oh, other, man. whether or not it's a new relationship or an old yeah. relationship. And if you guys are going strong, if you guys are going through a hard time, like whatever it is, right. you're doing it. You know what More I mean? Props, and and yeah. I feel like for us, it really accelerated the fuck out of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't want to move. We thought we were like, no, let's just like. Kind of see what this is. We're going to plan a wedding. We're going to do all this. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, you got to buy a house now. Because then, you know, our, our, yeah. our roommates had to move out. We're like, okay, yeah. well, I guess we have to move out too. Oh, shoot. You need to like, you you know, kind of get your lives together. Like, oh, crap. I mean, COVID had its like positive and negatives, mostly negatives for the most of mm-hmm. us. But for us, we did a lot in the last, in, during COVID times. We got yeah. married. We got a house. We 
shoot, we're like doing things, bought furniture together, kind of yeah. like we've accelerated this podcast, kind of mm-hmm. made it like made you even more involved, like even if you didn't want to, but like <laughs> you're killing it, like you're doing so much for here. And I, I wouldn't, I can't see myself being with anyone else but you. So I thank you. I love you. And I don't know, you're lame. Oh, I love you too. Um, I think... Yeah, I don't know. I love you. I, I will. I will. I do want to share one thing that I was talking to my voice. I don't know if he's like. I guess he's my voice teacher. He's my friend. He's my mentor. Mm-hmm. I I I kind of was talking to him about the whole how we got into the argument about you know the mm-hmm. house. Yeah, and he was like, you know, I, he he gets it from both sides, but he mostly he said to really just enjoy building this life and building this house together. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that it's going to be hard. You know, there's going to yeah. be a lot of things that we fight about or that I get mad about and you say, okay. But I okay. feel like in the last two weeks, we've had a lot of really good discussions about our relationship, about our families, about, yeah. you know, a lot of things. And I think, you know, even prior to the wedding, like we had a lot of big discussions and a lot of really, I guess, I don't want to say intense, but like intense discussions yeah, about I, stuff. I think, yeah, the... The month prior to the wedding, like we both cried. Yeah, and <laughs> like, I, it was like, and like one of my best friends crying. told me, you know, like planning a wedding is hard, and it's one of the hardest things you'll do. And I kind of didn't get that mm-hmm. until that moment, and I was like, okay, I fucking get it. You know, like yeah. it takes a toll, and it's like you really to get to the point of us saying I do. There's so much that goes into it, and I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. And obviously, if I didn't want to do it, then we wouldn't. If I didn't. I wouldn't work hard if if this isn't something I wanted to do or someone I wanted to be with. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to to do this. And I feel like it doesn't feel hard mm-hmm. whenever we fight or whenever I'm mad. Like, I just I'm OK. That's it. Like, I'm yeah, I just want to be mad for a second. But like, I still love you. I It doesn't make me love you any less. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this isn't your typical Valentine's Day story that I guess people want to hear, but I would hope that people enjoy this episode because this is like a culmination of just like what it took to run a wedding or what it took to have a wedding during COVID. It's This was one of the more people even went to the wedding. It was like, this is the most unique wedding I've ever been to. (laughs) Like it was distant. It's very, it's good. Very few people uh, can say that they've done this and it's really going to be a thing if we ever are lucky enough to have kids, you know, then this is going to be something we tell them, you know, like Mm -hmm. we really fucking live through it. Like, I, you know, one of my other friend who got married during this time, like I really feel connected to her and like I feel like she off gave me so many good tips and like she just really had a lot of words of wisdom to just kind of help me feel you can't just give her a shout out huh oh shout out to anna i mean you know anna Uh, and brenton yeah those are awesome yeah i like just a lot of words of wisdom and comfort that it it's shitty like the end it sucks Mm -hmm. you know and and you kind of feel like you're doing it alone but i feel like that made us stronger one as individuals two as a couple um yeah i mean yeah, I don't know. So yeah, sometimes I will say sometimes I feel like, you know, we haven't been together very long. And I just feel like not that people think that, oh, they haven't been together that long. But I feel like we've gone through this pandemic together. <laughs> yeah, and I feel yeah. like that really accelerated us <laughs> as a couple. Like, I feel like that added many years onto our relationship. The great part is like, 
it's crazy to we've known each other for 29 months but like i feel like i've known you mm-hmm. for Forever. feels like 30 fucking years okay, like i've relax. known you like, like i just heard <laughs> like it legit yeah. like i it's like i don't know like because when i go away for work and i'm just like hey i missed i kind of miss you like oh because all i know is basically you especially the last like yeah. 30 months and so seeing all of your friends and seeing my friend at the wedding, <laughs> 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 seeing them it's just kind of like it was such a refreshing feeling to yeah. see other people and other people see other people. They're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in so long. Oh yeah. my gosh, how are you? Like my mom hadn't seen my other aunt in over a year because of COVID. Yeah. It's like, holy crap, like how are you? And it's it's taking a mental toll on us all. Mm-hmm. Like we, I mean, I'm hoping this COVID vaccine, like we can all just take it and just get better. But holy shit, like we need to just like hang out all all together and that's what weddings i feel like are yeah because those are like family events those are like where you can congregate as a as a cohesive group of a family a unit a friend group like that's where everyone sees each other that's what we miss i think that i feel like to me that's the biggest part i feel like is not i don't want to say lacking is not the word but i think one of the things that we really are missing out on is you know We've spent our engaged relationship and our two-week marriage relationship, like, without feeling a lot of that unity of family because, Mm -hmm. like, it's hard, you know, Mm -hmm. like, whether, like, we have family members who are healthcare professionals, like, I haven't seen, like, a lot of my cousins, like, we, as a group, you know, but also the fact that, like, I feel like things would be different with our families if we were able to be together, you know, like, I, I, that's one thing that I admire and love about my brother and my sister-in-law's relationship is that well i mean they've been together for fucking 20 years or something Mm -hmm. like that like they've known each other since they were kids but our family and her family are very close Mm -hmm. and not even just like the parents but like extended family like i go well not anymore but i used to go to their thanksgiving like i went to my sister-in-law's family thanksgiving yeah, four no. years you know <laughs> yeah. you've been there with me you know yeah. what i mean and it's like we're close and i i wish so i wish you know that we can have that eventually with our yeah. families oh, yeah. but i just feel like this year's really fucking it up you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. i just i mean how different would your wedding planning have been had you had like a bigger like you yeah. talk about like if your mom was there more, if your aunts and cousins yeah. were all a part of the wedding, like yeah, but you know we'd we'd have the showers, you yeah. know, like as much as like yeah. I will say as much as it was nice to not have those things, was, yeah. to not have <laughs> really to be was. honest to not have totally a really was. big bachelorette party. I would have had. Well, see, been. but the thing I, is, I'm a hoe. yeah, yeah but that, that stuff's stressful for me, you know, yeah. like making sure all my friends are getting along and. Yeah, and I mean, like, I get that, I get that. And like, Ugh, I really make, nobody it. has beef with each other. And then like, having families together is awkward. But, you yeah. know, I feel like it still bonds you. You know, like if we had a wedding shower, like we'd have our families together. Yeah, like yeah. our families have only interacted together one time. And that was at our engagement. And that was very small. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was like the it, main family members. But yeah, still, but that you was, know. Yeah, that was, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's one thing I'm, yeah. I'm eventually looking forward to. I mean, I'm also, fuck, we haven't had people over in this house. Like, we've, yeah. this, we've almost been in this house six months. 
And yeah, we like haven't we've had, had, had my, like we've, we've had, had my family here for Thanksgiving. I had my mom and sister here once. <laughs> and <laughs> like, then like, I think I've had like a couple friends come. But you know, like weekend, now that yeah. we're married, like it'd be okay if like, I mean, you know, now, now with COVID, but like if we were married prior to COVID, it'd be like, yeah, come on over. Like, this is our house. Let's hang out. This is like, yeah. you can chill here. Like, let's chat it up. But it's like, I don't know can't do anything but i am happy to be married to you now for two weeks i love you it's been i love you too thank you for all you do for me um happy valentine's day Day. here's to many more years decades (laughs) yeah however long i mean you know it'll be a it's fun journey i've known you for a little over two years and that's crazy like it's been forever and i can't see i don't know where I'd be without you. Yeah, same. Probably working. I'd probably be living at home. Yeah. But that's all I really have to say. I love you. Thank you for being on the podcast again. I hope people enjoy this hour or so chat about our wedding and all the other stuff associated with it. If you guys need a wedding calligrapher, let me know. Yeah, because Kristen does wedding stuff. I'm trying, um, to, trying to think about my side hustle life, you know. I might post. I don't know if you'd be okay with me sending the video of our wedding no too much, too much i don't know i don't know we'll talk about it i mean i would say if you how about if you want to see it you can ask for it oh and you'd be okay with me i don't of... know i don't know because i don't know babe i don't know yeah that's all thanks guys bye i love you guys and finally the miscellany yes and that's it Episode 92 of the Cross Yas podcast, where pretty much I just conversed with my wife, Kirsten, for a little over an hour, and you heard us talk about the drama that led up to our COVID wedding. Hope you enjoyed it. Kirsten has been there since the start of this podcast, and I really wouldn't have this podcast if it wasn't for her. She's my rock and someone I can't see myself being without. And as maybe you can tell, we have a little bit of a good rapport with one another. She's okay, I guess. She's a decent wife, I suppose. Just kidding. I'm happy to be married to her, and by default, she stuck with me, and thus, the podcast. Again, follow at the Crossdresser's Wifey on Instagram for more info about her and our relationship. She's been an incredible support for me, and I hope she can do the same for you too. So follow her at the Crossdresser's Wifey. That's all for this episode. Going to be back in a couple of weeks, just because I'm tired from all the episodes lately making up for last month, but I hope you enjoy what's been posted recently. I will be on the Discord though, so check out the Discord if you haven't yet, so you can talk to me there. We also still have a question of the month, who was your first crush and why? And thanks to Hope, shout out to Hope with this great suggestion, and it's a little bit of a change from the last episode and previous months in terms of receiving your answer. If you'd like to record yourself and send me a recording of your answer, instead of sending it to me in written format, I'd love to play your audio for the podcast. I mean, I can still read your answer if you send it to me, like through email, or send it to me written, but if you'd prefer to have your own voice played for the podcast, that would work too. Email me, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast, or you can find me on Discord and just talk to me there. Thank you again, lovely crossyas listener. I wouldn't be here without your love and support. I hope you have a great Valentine's Day and know that you're loved. And until next time, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. 
have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more. Thank you.